For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Gian Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We hope that you are doing well. Very quickly, thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Sam Duell. Sam, thank you so much for your support, as well as all of our other wonderful patrons who allow us to continue what we do here and make all of this possible. Okay, Andy, we were bullied into buying into the Italian national team, and we weren't excited, admittedly, by some of the players, the manager. Spinazzola's injury happens, I have to tell you. I am still devastated about that, okay? I, I, I Two things can be true at once. I can be absolutely heartbroken that that happened, yet... Mm-hmm. still be um <laughs> I, I i've done a 180 okay maybe i'm a hypocrite whatever it, you know i'm raising my hands and saying so we got it wrong okay but let's start there with uh, the final this weekend before we get into all of the stuff with Mourinho, his first press conference some of the other notable stuff with roma um i am shocked that they are here, even though I, I think I predicted. We, I think we both predicted. Yeah, we said quarterfinals. We, we said quarterfinals, a, a semifinal. Yeah, correct. So I, I guess if you predict a semifinal, it's not a large stretch to say mm-hmm. you were that far off and being correct when they make it to the final. But I have to tell you, I, that match against Spain the other day. I am just so used to uh, Italy coming out on the other end of that. It just seems like they always end up on the losing side when it's like that. And I expected it to happen again. But I, I don't know what it is, but I, I was impressed. Now, again, aesthetically, there was a lot that we could take issue with. Yeah, that wasn't a good game. <laughs> no, it wasn't at all. I And... I, I, again, I'm going to be a hypocrite because I said I think it's stupid to judge things uh, in their entirety on a very, very short tournament. But to be fair, uh, all we really have to judge Emerson on is this tournament because he doesn't play at all for Chelsea. But uh, not that he even necessarily played that bad, but the drop-off in quality, in my opinion, mm-hmm, between yeah. Spinazzola to him... I mean, whoa. I, I mean, it is glaring, glaring. And, and to be honest with you, I think we both said that his absence would be quite noticeable. But my, oh my gosh, that was, that was like astoundingly bad, in my opinion, and how much they missed him. But you know what? Even though they did miss him, they came out on the right end of it. They won. And, you know, I, I, I can't do anything other than praise them and give them full credit. Again, there weren't there weren't even that many great performances from an individual standpoint. I mean, obviously, Chiesa, in my opinion, who is 
Um, he, he, he has flung himself to the top of, in my opinion at least, uh, the, the, near the top of Italian talents at the moment. I don't know if there's anybody else who, who comes near him, really. Uh, maybe Zaniolo, but of course he's missed a significant period of time. But what did you think? Just I, I, This is my long-winded way of saying I didn't <laughs> like how they played, but it still impressed me nonetheless that they actually won because I am so used to watching, particularly after uh, 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 Lippi left, okay? I mean, under Plandelli, it just seemed like, I don't know. Yes, Euro 2012 was fun, but I mean, beyond that, he, he didn't really bring a lot of enthusiasm or even the type of results where you don't play great, but you still manage to, to, to grab the victory. Uh, with him, it always seemed like the opposite of that. I, I mean, this was, you know, this was the the sort of the first game where we saw in this tournament Italy struggle and like really struggle uh, because there was a moment where Italy were nowhere to be found no. and uh, and Spain just kept knocking on their door. And um, as you said, players like like Emerson and 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 Di Lorenzo, even even uh, Insigne again, once again, oh, just a man. complete non complete non-factor um you could not tell whether they were on the pitch which is quite surprising for somebody like insignia because he's not he's not a kid anymore he's 30 years right. old and at napoli he's you know uh, it, it sort of he goes in cruise control he's that good at napoli and in those tournament uh, you you are hard pressed to find a biggest a bigger drop off between the performances showcased in the domestically compared to what the player is showing now. And, and uh, Insigne in this team, I think, is one of the main players who, among this all other guys that are doing fine, um, with the exception of one or two uh, that we'll get to later, uh, Insigne is, just can't seem to figure out what his purpose is on the pitch. And, and, and Mancini just keeps fielding him out there Um because I guess the alternatives are not that better. We saw what right, Berardi right. brought to the table, and it was right. just so. I mean, talk about talk about a player who just belongs to a different dimension. Like Berardi can have all the goal scoring records because if you look at the numbers that Berardi has across his last few seasons at Sassuolo, it's mind blowing. Like this guy is in the way he's scoring, in the way he's assisting at his age. He's doing stuff that, like Totti was doing at Roma. He's just doing it at Sassuolo, but that just doesn't translate at all to a bigger stage. Right. I'm. I'm. And again, it's it's a shame because these tournaments usually don't tell this whole story. But no. man, no. I see him struggle so much to just do the simplest of things, and uh, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It, it just feels. It just feels like this is a guy who um, can't read. It just doesn't belong here on that on that stage yet. And well, can I tell you who else doesn't alongside him is Toloi. Oh my oh, to gosh! Yeah, how, yeah. How, how did he get selected over Mancini? I listen. I thought at the time you could maybe make the argument. Okay, I, I you know, Toloi um, just uh, clearly wasn't going to be called up by Brazil. He gets his passport. Uh, really, the you know, it's now or never for him. If you are going to call him up, you, you have to do it relatively soon. 
but that, that that appears to be malpractice in my opinion and obviously we're going to sound biased because we're Roma supporters but oh my goodness it's uh he, I mean he 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 looked genuinely terrible the other day yeah and and I think that that was the it was a very difficult game for Italy because um finally they met a rival that knew exactly how to read them and I think uh, <laughs> the fact that Spain didn't win within the 90 minutes sort of is a bigger indictment on 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 their quality this this Spain is not as great they are just in between of generations you still have Busquets you still have uh, Coque out there but you still ha- you also have uh, youngsters you have Pedri you have a whole a whole different it was great by the way who was great. You have Danny Olmo, who was also great until that penalty wrecked all kinds of havoc. But but that's... I mean, you look at the four chances that Oya Zarbal missed. That guy couldn't hit... Uh, <laughs> just I mean, he was just... He, he was one-on-one with Donnarumma, I, I think, I believe, three or four times straight. And he, he, didn't, he didn't even get a shot off. And um, that just... You know that's a bigger indictment on 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 the on the quality drop off in, in the Spain roster, and you have these players that go from having great game to having a terrible game. Alvaro Morata, uh, that poor does, guy. That poor Alvaro guy. Morata does ten great things, and then he just compensates by doing one horrendous thing that then just erases completely like uh it's that was so i can imagine being a, a, a fan of the spanish national team that that must have been a terribly frustrating game because they were just knocking on our door and mancini instead of i don't know giving some reassurance to this team i think for the first time missed messed up with the substitutions he you know, he put Locatelli and, and Piscina in a game where clearly it was really difficult for any any player to to get in into the groove of things and, and not get absolutely overwhelmed by Spain's, uh, you know, uh, tendency to go forward. So they came on and they just couldn't get anything right. Toloi came on and he made more mistakes than Emerson, and that's that's that that was a hard thing to do in this game. Uh, so it just kind of it, it, and 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 Immobile, I I don't know what to say oh, about this that, guy because well, I, I don't want to listen. You and I both talked or, or spoke at length a number of times now mm. about both Insigne and Immobile. I, I, I just and we that, sound you know we oh. sound biased. We sound biased. There is that. The element of he plays for Lazio, or you know that uh, both of them are Neapolitan. Are we anti-Napoli or something? And uh, I'm just saying, no. I, I mean, this—you just watch him in a game like this, and he can't just do the simplest of things, even in a moment where he can get get his shot off. Like I understand, you know, service is not great. Uh, Insigne again just can't provide any any kind of solution to for the striker. Chiesa, as great as he is, he, he has basically no interest in giving the ball to a striker. He no, just no, he takes the no. ball, he does everything by himself. He he, he just puts his head down and um he doesn't care who's in the six yard uh, area. He just goes and, and shoots it himself. So I, I understand if it's frustrating for Immobile not to get off a shot on goal. But man, 
is it too complicated to ask you to to hold the ball for like four or five seconds, maybe pass it to somebody next to you, have that pass be accurate instead of you know letting it go into the stands or something. Uh, it, it seemed like everything was was difficult for this guy in this game for and this was a consecutive time that he did it because against Belgium again it just you couldn't it, that's what i think it's going to be this is going to be a big test in this final is that this italy team has a great defense in the form of Bonucci Chiellini who it seems like when they want to for the national team they'll turn it on no matter what and right. and they'll they'll you know they Chiellini had I think uh, a pretty terrible game in terms of passing the ball and and being his usual reliable self um, against Spain. But still, these are guys that you know when they want to they they can turn it on and they are really high quality players. And you have a midfield that is wonderful. Again, I don't know uh, you know what. what I, what people think when they say that Barella is having a terrible tournament because this guy is everywhere. Yeah. Um, so no, you're not watching with... if you think that. I'm sorry. Exactly. And, 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 and that's Italy has a good defense, a great midfield, and the attack, despite the talent. I mean, you, you, you consider how many goals Insigne scores every season. You consider how many goals Immobile scores every season for Lazio. You consider how many goals Berardi scores for, uh, for, for, for Sassuolo. And I swear to God, it's like uh, this team has nothing in in terms of attack. If it's not for Chiesa, who who can get something out of himself, just doesn't he just improvises and and still makes it work. That's the big that's the big challenge is for Italy to create problems in the attack for Immobile not to not to sit around and watch as you know as Maguire. Uh, gives him an elbow in, in in the stomach or something. He has to react, and same goes for uh, Insigne. Use your pace, just like he uses it at, at Napoli. Why can't you use it when you're playing for the national team? Like it's it, that's that's what what I'm what I fear for this final is that they're gonna go up against. I'm not saying that they're gonna go up against the Spain of 2012 because we know how that final went. That team, that team of misfits. You had Nocerino, you had Diamanti, you had Cass- you had uh, Ballot- you had Ballotelli, Giaccherini, you had Montolivo, who was passable at that point in his career. Um, you go, you had those players go up against the likes of Iniesta, Xavi, David Villa, Busquets, uh, Sergio Ramos. Uh, I mean, and oh, they I got demolished. The 2016 year. That, that that was Thiago Motta that year. Uh, that was that, that was, was Thiago right? That was that was yeah. That was Sturaro. They were going up against Stur- Germany. Wasn't Germany wasn't on top of their game anymore? But but right. still, I mean, uh, I think that in this final, you look at both rosters. Uh, England, along with France, should have been the favorites all along for this guy. I don't understand why it's such a big deal for England to be in the final when it's. It should have been granted. Like these guys have such a, you know, there's such a difference in in terms of quality between the two rosters, and uh, I just I just wish, I just hope that they'll go. They're Italy are gonna go into this final, not get demolished, play like they do, so confident, you know, quick. Because there is this belief that Italy plays slow. No, Italy under Mancini in this tournament they play, play really fast. Like they 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 rely on one touch football, and it's not. 
Yeah, it, I don't think it, you they, watch their attacks if you if you think they play slow. This is no. It, it's a, it's a belief that is you know the, like the the, the, the catenaccio thing. It, it's a thing, yes, but it's not something that is just like omnipresent throughout the years. Like it's something you know. It's not it's not constant. It's it, it's not like everything. It, it's. This Italy team plays different under Mancini. And in this tournament, they showed that they can press very well. They're aggressive. They play fast. They can move really fast on the counter. And the thing is, they have to take their chance. Like when when they have a counterattack, make it work. Because against Spain, uh, they every time they had the chance to counterattack, they would mess it up in the middle of the field. And and luckily. The game went as it went, and, and Italy won. But against England in a final, the pressure is going to be on you. You got to make those uh, things work. So I can't see, you know, the, the the whole thing when when Chiesa scored that banger, and Italy just sat back. Right. Italy just sat right. back. They were like, "Okay, Jesus, yeah, what's happening? Okay. What are what are we supposed to do?" Uh, same thing against Belgium when when uh, Insigne scored that second goal. Um, and they and they went and a minute later they 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 caused that they, penalty. Right, they got the penalty. Yep. That's as that's about as uh, as a Roma play as as it can get. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's talk about you know Roma. That's that's uh, something that Roma would do. And in a final, you just can't do that. So, whatever it is, however bad Immobile has been in his recent games, and and however invisible Insigne has been in recent games. These guys need to turn it on, you know, mm-hmm. and and they need to turn it on, and, and that's the end of it. Because uh, I swear, you know, no, I don't think anybody believed, truly believed, that this team could could be in the position that they're in today. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants—they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No, I completely agree with you. You know, Immobile for the national team, it, it, and listen, to a certain extent, Lazio, but he has a lot of players willing uh, in the same side who, who do a lot of the hard work. Um, although, are you paying attention to this Luis Alberto thing? I mean, yeah, it's absolutely we're... hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious, yeah. It's hilarious. Uh, for anybody who um, missed it, he got called. He, he he basically just did not show up for 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 the preseason. Um, and Saturday, he he addressed it, and he basically said, "Well, he's going to have to come here and apologize to everybody." And then one of his pals puts out an Instagram post. It, it's very messy, but it's also funny at the same time when you can have a go at uh, at, at at your arch rival. Mm-hmm. Uh, Immobile, though, he has that wonderful Osvaldo quality. Do you remember how Osvaldo did nothing, okay? Mm-hmm. Where this guy, I mean, he wouldn't help in the buildup. He doesn't offer much in terms of holding the ball up. I, I mean, the guy, it's either he scores, Andy, or he was useless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Immobile has that wonderful quality where if he scores a goal, everybody says, oh, we'll see. He, he played a fantastic match. What do you want about? You just don't like him. It's personal. He's clearly a good player. 
and then you just listen. I even though Belalti hasn't uh, lit the tournament on fire, I don't know how you could watch when he enters, when Immobile comes off, Belalti goes on. It seems like there is such a dramatic difference in terms of the work rate up top. I, it, it still stuns me, to be honest with you, that that Mancini has stuck with Immobile. I think it's so abundantly obvious that Belotti can just do more for you. I mean, at worst, he's opening, uh, he's opening and creating space for yeah. the wingers. Uh, I, I'm actually stunned that uh, Belotti hasn't been given uh, an opportunity to play from the start. Oh yeah, and and listen, I mean, in that's in the in the game against Spain, uh, the worst decision that Mancini made was to take off Belotti, uh, to take off Immobile. And put on Berardi and play Insigne as a false nine, because he thought, "Oh, I'm you know Enrique plays with false nine. I'm gonna counter it with my own false nine. But that was so completely improvised, and the team just sat back even even further, even deeper. They went even deeper, and it was just it felt like Spain were about to crush Italy. Like mm, it, yeah. again, just it, the difference is in terms of quality. You have if if Spain had had. Fernando Torres and David Villa from years ago in that game against Italy. That game just, you know, it, it, it ends in a, in a pretty nasty way. And this time they had Dani Olmo, who was great, but couldn't, you know, couldn't get anything accurately done. He caused all kinds of problems for, for Toloi, for Bonucci. Um, but and then you have Oyar Zarbal, you have Morata, who scored, but then went on and did basically nothing. Um Italy just sat back without Immobile. It felt even worse. And then finally, in the final minutes, he put on Belotti. And Italy, once again, were allowed to breathe. And if that's what I mean, is that Italy need to be aggressive in this final. If if Immobile doesn't do it for you, if Immobile doesn't cut it for you, if you can't hold up the ball, if you can't be accurate in passing, have Belotti out there. Be be a, be physical. Be you know wrestle around because there's gonna be a lot of you know a, a lot of dirty play. Both both teams are you know you'll watch them and you you can tell that if if the if the referee isn't too strict they they'll just go at it and you have to have somebody that doesn't shy away from these moments. Belotti is used to playing with 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 literally farmers and 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 steel workers in the form of Rincon and 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 you know all kinds of other Torino players that just don't cut it quality wise and he's used to you know in Italian we say sportellate which means basically just bumping from one defender to the next one trying to get a shot on goal like he's used to that because nobody does it for him so i'm just saying I understand that this is a final. You don't want to make experiments. I understand that. Mancini is most likely going to play Immobile once again as the starting striker. But there has to be a point where if it doesn't work, he takes him off, puts him, puts Belotti on. Then we'll see. We'll see whether Italy will be able to to come back to 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 you know to to play a bit more advanced um, because I, you know with with England's quality, I just don't see. Italy dominating in possession. Now I hope to be wrong, but I, I I believe that this team will depend a lot on counterattacking in the in this game. And if you want to do that, you need somebody 
that can hold up the ball in the few meaningful moments when you have a chance to to go forward yeah definitely it's going to be a very tight match i i don't know how it ends because obviously my head says go with england heart says go with uh, go with italy but i really don't know how it's going to play out i i i still think not having spinazzola who offers so so much on that left flank is going to be a, a pretty critical loss because if we're just if you compare his absence added to uh, the inclusion of all of this ability they have particularly in their wide attackers um, I think that's going to be tough for Italy to deal with but I do think they have a chance um, as you just said though I, I, I think it's going to be crucial for them to play on the counter and make the most of their opportunities in attack um, moving over to Roma very quickly. So we see Mourinho. He gives his first press conference. I thought it was great. As I said in our patron group, I was ready to slide uh, double booted into my two-year-old son. Uh, that's how amped up Mourinho mm -hmm. had me. I absolutely love. I have the, I have that same reaction with two-year-olds. Just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I... I I was expecting, I have to be honest, uh, given sort of what we've heard from him over these, or, because really all we have heard him speak has been through uh, the, the, the UK media doing these appearances on uh, TalkSport, The Sun, so on and so forth. And you're, you're, of course, he's just giving an analysis on the Euro, but it seemed like he was more uh, tame Maybe, I guess, is the right word. I don't know. I can't think of the right English word for it. But it, it just seemed like maybe he was a bit more muted. Perhaps we were going to get a Mourinho who was mm, humbled a bit, perhaps. Maybe is the right word to use. I didn't think we would see him on day one ripping Antonio Conte's wig off, RKOing him from the top rope, uh, giving the middle finger essentially to Inter, making fun of their financial situation, Quoting Marcus Aurelius. No, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was where I was going next. I mean, yeah. we got a little bit of everything. We, we got Latin, some Latin history mixed in there. We had uh, making fun of his former club, um, basically telling Antonio Conte he did nothing at Inter. I mean, we, re we really got a lot. I loved, of course, seeing the, uh, the, the, the confident attitude that I guess we had. Listen, maybe it's just I, I didn't pay attention too much when he was at Spurs, but it kind of seemed like maybe that, that Mourinho, and I do the, that with the air quotes, that guy who is, you know, when he's at Real, uh, Real Madrid, he's going to uh, the assistant at Barcelona and like sticking his finger in his ear or his eye. I forget, I forget mm -hmm. which appendage he stuck it in. But it kind of seemed like maybe with how poorly things have gone for him these past few years that maybe we were going to get, again, more humbled, maybe a bit more of a um, toned down Mourinho. But we really didn't get that. Um, I found it interesting, Andy, and I it just, just your general thoughts. I, I found it interesting at how much he used the word project, which if if you don't follow Roma or you haven't been to Rome recently or you're rather new to supporting the club 
I mean, Andy, this is a word that notoriously has been used at Aroma, and every time it's used, people despise it, okay? They despise it. But it seemed like this time I was able to accept it because it was Jose Mourinho. I found it simply interesting because this wasn't the guy who was saying, I want to win, and I want to win now. I want trophies immediately. That Maybe we were so used to... It, the type of Mourinho that we were uh, used to experiencing in the past, I, I found it quite interesting that while he did have that air of, uh, of, of, of confidence about him, he had a much more long-term outlook than I, I have to tell you that even though we have heard him say this and we've heard the club say this already, uh, it, it is a bit interesting to hear it coming from his mouth in right. front of you because this is not something we are used to him saying at all. Yeah, and and that would also makes me wonder what the hell did Dan Friedkin tell him Say over the him. phone? Yeah. <laughs> How did over this the phone that time when you know you remember when he, he was first introduced, he said, "The day I got sacked by Tottenham, I got sacked by Tottenham in the morning, and in the afternoon, Dan Friedkin called me." What did he say to him? Because at that point, it's it's what it's uh, late April. I believe that was the, the, the late April, like the yes. 28th, 29th, yes. because it, on the 4th of May, I believe, or something like that, he got announced uh, as Roma's coach. So what happened in that phone call? What, because as you just said, when we were discussing Mourinho, we said this is a statement because when you take Mourinho, you're like you're like basically saying, I want to have, you know, make an impact right now. And, you know... In this press conference, we got a different outlook on on, on that. The, the, there is this idea of work. He basically, when he's people imp- say that, yeah, you, you know, he, he he took a dump on Inter, and I kind of, I mean, I kind of agree. It's difficult not to not to see it, it was that a way. Troll. I, I I mean, listen, it's not as if he was saying, <laughs> you know, yeah, as, no. as, as, uh, Steven Zhang is um is a is, is a piece of uh, yeah yeah, yeah, a yeah piece of piece of work yeah. yeah right you know it, it's not as if he was explicit with his no, no. words he took a little jab and that's yeah i mean we're used and, to that but and and the but the, the his point was that uh you can't bet on immediate success without taking into consideration you know the consequences right, that the financial that, aspects yeah. yeah the financial aspects so like if you splash a lot of money right away and say i want to win right now right now and you just do that but then you find yourself swamped with all kinds you know in all kinds of problems um related to mishandled financial aspects then that's a problem so he stressed you know this this three year the idea of three years somebody said how do you want to see Rome in in three years and he he says i want to see you know people celebrate you know i want to see Rome celebrate and the, the the that's there is that idea of time it's not like oh you know, in, in, in the next two months, I'm going to be, uh, you know, the winter champion or something. Uh, so uh, obviously, you know, for for Mourinho, this was le- very level headed. He, he also <laughs> he also obviously uh, said a very Mourinho thing, which is, you know, f- when I have the the few years that I the last few years in, in England for for any other coach uh, would have been a, an enormous success for me. It's a disaster. When you speak about me and about the years, the last few years in England with Manchester United and Tottenham, for most most coaches, that's that's peak. That's their peak. That's their peak success form. And and for me, it's it's the worst time of my career. So, um, 
that was you know and 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 yeah and it's just nice to hear this guy that we've grown used to sort of seeing as the enemy because man if you know he's like uh, I'm sorry, you you know, I'm a Golden State Warriors fan, but he's like kind of like a Draymond Green, you know, one of those guys that you you hate to have as your opponent because he just talks so much crap. But then when you have him on your team, is you know, he's the best. And 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 Mourinho's that way. When he was at Inter, man, you just wanted to strangle him. But now you see him with these colors. And, you know, with the, with the city of Rome in the background, this beautiful location, the presentation by Dan Friedkin's uh, film crew, the great. Um, and you just can't help but just root for this guy. And when he says, you know, I'll do anything for my players, you know, you, you don't touch my players and whatever happens with with my players inside my locker room is none of your business and I'm going to get nasty with you. And then you. the follow-up question like immediately after he yeah. says that they ask if Jekyll will be giving yeah. will be receiving the uh, captain's armband. And he's just like no, if you if you try to bait me, if you try to look for answers from yeah, me in that department, work. I just, I'm not I'm not going to play ball with you and uh, that's that you know, I want to hear that. I obviously I want to you know, words are words, and we'll see what what, what the pitch says. But uh, talk about bringing an attitude. You know, that's the what was our main concern over these last few years, where Roma just looked deflated. They 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 would get really just their heads down whenever something didn't work, and they would just sigh. You could see the whole team just be like, oh, man, again. Oh, no, now we got to – now we're losing. Now what? No, you you always want to have that reaction of, okay, what else can we do? Let's, let's find a solution to this problem. Mourinho brings that to you. If it didn't work at Tottenham, it doesn't mean that it can't work elsewhere. Uh, you know, you, and, and this is, this is a team that has interesting pieces. You have guys like Mancini, like Karsdorp, like even Pellegrini in his own way. You have Zaniolo, who's, who's just dying to come back. These are players that if, if put in the right context, they're really, I, I, I'm, I believe they're willing to go all the way, you know, and it's, we'll see what he can get out of others. What he does, how he handles the Jekyll situation, how he, you know, how he handles uh, being reunited with with Mkhitaryan. We saw him smiling and laughing with Mkhitaryan that first training video, and that's pleasant to see. And especially because Mourinho, after leaving Manchester United, was still he talked very highly of of Mkhitaryan, and and we'll see how he handles uh, Chris Smalling. We saw also in that training video where he just kind of amps him up and encourages him and says, see, Chris, go, go. And, you know, it's, I'm, it, it seems like whatever Dan Friedkin told him over the phone, Mourinho, at least with the sort of, with the preconceived idea of him that I had as a, as an outsider, as a neutral fan, he came to Roma with a rather open mind, you know, for all things considered, this doesn't seem to be a guy like he said, I'm not here on holiday. If you say that, then I have to believe you. And and he, he seems after those last two or three years in, in the Premier League, he, he it, you can tell that he has a chip on his shoulder. He wants to make a statement once again. And what better place to do it than 
in a city where you've won the Scudetto three times last time you, you won the Scudetto, uh, Andy was, was a, a little kid uh, playing in, in, in the school backyard and, and, and chasing girls. Um, that's, that's what happened in 2001. That's how long it's been. It's 20 years. And, and what better place? Because this guy is going to come in here in a place where we get excited for anything. You know, it's it's unbelievable what, what, what Roma does to fans. And it's great, but it's also unbelievable. Um, we'll we'll buy into anything. We we went out and went to an airport and started to chant for Nzonzi. And we chanted for 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 Chris Smalling. And, um, you know, we chanted for Malcolm for Pete's sake. I mean, the guy who didn't even board a plane. So what I'm saying is this is the right guy. But this press conference as of right now confirms my 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 belief that this is the right guy for the moment for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done Right. And, you know, the argument that I have heard some uh, some say in the media and I mean, even some express this in the some of our patrons said this where, you know, what 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 club beyond Roma could he have realistically went to? And I have to tell you, I, I mean, it's easy to say in the moment, but if Jose Mourinho, okay, if he was given, let's just say he took one year off, okay, and there's a big club somewhere, Spain, Serie A, Premier League, you're telling me that he would not be given an opportunity? I- I'm sorry, I refuse to believe that, Andy. And mm-hmm. the fact that it- it's not even really that he ended up at Roma that impresses, obviously it impresses me, but that's not the thing that impresses me most. Andy, this was literally, as you pointed out already, and we're talking like, 14 days, 15 days, okay, since uh, he, he he was sacked with Tottenham. Okay, so it's not as if he said to Dan Freakin, you know what, I just want to wait and see what other opportunities arise. Because, you know, what? he could have done that, Andy. And, again, I have a very difficult time believing that I, I don't know who specifically, but I have a very difficult time that a club at least – as big as Roma, would not have come calling to him. And I, I have a hard time believing that a club bigger than the Roma wouldn't have come calling to him. So that's the part that really, I, 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 it, it, it fascinates me. Now, of course, if you, if you, if you give him the, um, the truth serum, is he really going to tell you what it is at the bottom of it? You know, what, what was it specifically? Was there anything beyond uh, footballing motivations for this? I don't know. As he said, he's not here on holiday. But that is the part that still not only uh, um, impresses me, but it really is eye-opening because, again, we're not talking as if he had months and months and months off to view other options, to hold uh, discussions with other clubs. I mean, this is something that Roma saw the opportunity, they seized on it, and they closed it. The, the fact that you go from all within the span of, I, I think it was the 17th of April when he was sacked officially. Someone will have to check me on that. 
I think that, yeah, it, it was mid to late April, okay? But the fact that you go from talking to him within the same day of him being sacked from his job to more or less closing a deal for him uh, and announcing said deal all within the span of, like I said, 13 to 14 days yep. still is impressive to me. But clearly, as you rightly pointed out, again, there had to have been something that Dan and Ryan Friedkin and even Tiago Pinto expressed where the light clicked for Jose Mourinho. And he said, yes, this is this is it. I want to do this. Because, again, would anybody – does anybody truly believe and, – and I know if you just base it on social media, you're not going to give very much of a um, – unbiased opinion on this because you have Manchester United fans who I, I am convinced they turned down notifications for Roma's uh, Twitter account because they, they do yeah they do I, yeah. I am convinced by it somebody uh, will uh, we'll have to bring somebody on here uh, to, to discuss <laughs> the that, psychology yeah. behind all of it but I, I have a uh, it, it, it's so impossible for me to believe that if Jose Mourinho had just waited a few months and you have um, a large opening in England, Spain, Serie A. Real Madrid brought in Carlo Ancelotti. Right. Right. (laughs) Okay. And and if you believe some of the reports out of the UK, they said that um, uh, Real Madrid, they even made an inquiry for, they, they, they reached out to Mourinho after he accepted Roma and asked if he would be willing to break his agreement to come back. And he said, no, I already have a deal in place with them. I want to stay at Roma. It still fascinates me because, and maybe we are being a bit hyperbolic here. I, I don't. Know, is that a word? Hyperbolic? Hyperbole is a word, but is hyperbolic a word? I don't know. Maybe I just probably, probably no. But you, anyway, but, but I, I think you get at the point at what I'm saying. Like clearly, there is something here that maybe we just don't know about, or maybe we're underestimating it. Is that the sense that you get too, or do you think that this was merely? Like what some of the others are saying that, you know, Jose Mourinho, he did not have many options. And and yes, it is a good move. But uh, him ending up at Roma maybe was just the result of uh, not having any other options. And, you know, I thought that, too, initially. (laughs) Well, first off, uh, hyperbolic, I just checked, is a word. So you're safe, man. Oh, okay, good. Um, Yeah, you're you're good. Uh, Second of all, it's... This guy, you know, he is still. I think the 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 what I can deduce because it really it is fascinating to. I mean, that period when when that happened, that 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 span of those those days after that announcement, all of a sudden, it just was the craziest time because everybody was like wrap, you know, trying to wrap their minds around this signing. And I think if you dig deeper into it. There has to be something that, listen, Tottenham are, are 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 a team that notoriously doesn't win anything, kind of like Roma, but they have you know the quadruple amounts of money um, and 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 the talent, obviously, and whatever. I mean, they have Harry Kane. We have uh, retired retired Edin Dzeko leading our attack. So, uh, <laughs> but the the point is that. Uh, it seems like the last few jobs in, in, in Mourinho, and kind of rightly so, because that's the kind of manager you are. I mean, prime Mourinho and after after Inter was incredible. and But that was the guy you brought in to have immediate success. So I can understand that in the Premier League, everything is so much fast. Everything revolves about around such large sums of money that if you don't win, 
you're a failure. That's, you know, if if you don't win after bringing in a number of very expensive signings, if you if you don't win, you know, with, with in this in, in these circumstances and those circumstances in, in, immediately, then you're a failure, then you're a goner and that 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 happened right after, you know, he wins the Europa League with Manchester United, afterwards he can't get his hands on another trophy. And um, he, he sent home, and and with with Tottenham, pretty pretty much the same. It is they 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 weren't willing to bet on him long term. They were you they they uh, these Premier League long clubs term, uh, Andy. They didn't even bet on him for a for a final. Yeah, exactly. The, the I mean, twenty four hours before a final or whatever it was, they they sack him. That doesn't make any sense. The 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 thing about it is that it seemed like they were just. They just wanted him for immediate success, and and I also read that comment, but made by him on immediate success about sort of the consequences of immediate success, as a hint to to the kind of plan that maybe Dan Friedkin suggested him. I mean, let's face it, even with Mourinho, uh, Roma right now, nobody talks about them as potential scudetto contenders. You know, Mourinho comes in here, and yes, Roma may look like. I don't know, among the contenders or favorites to to get back into Champions League football, but nothing beyond that. You know, maybe they can contend for the Conference League. That's that's another thing. Don't bring, don't bring, I, no, I'm I sorry. I, no, no, we're no, not going to no, talk no, about that no. because he, he said it. I, I had a good time listening to this press conference. I'm going to just skip over that 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 thing of we're going to contend and win the, 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 the Conference League. I just no, I can't. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not ready for for th- for for Thursday or whatever it is Wednesday or Thursday nights in 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 Transylvania or something I just can't have that um but but there has to be something in it that appealed to him sort of like a, a different oh there oh there is a different because what he said was when I spoke to the Friedkins I was like remind you know I was reminded of uh, that that this is what football is all about that you know you can maybe maybe there is something in there that listen you don't you're not here to to come in and 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 win us the Champions League because you know this is we have to face this is a you have to face the reality that this is a club with with limited means for for all you know as 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 good and as 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 Roma can be there they can't be on the same level of of other top top clubs but there is you you have a work ethic Mourinho lives football 24/7 so you you bring him in here to try and figure out how you can move towards being successful because you know as as much as i liked fonseca or as much as i liked even uh, di francesco at the beginning you can't really expect to instill some kind of winning mentality with guys who have never really you know had a taste of 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 real, real real big stage, you know, bright lights type of success. You can you can still that hunger that that mentality for success by bringing in a guy like Mourinho. At Tottenham, it didn't work because they said, "Hey, have this bunch of players. They've just come off a, a Champions League final. Now go and win everything that you can with them because they're good. They're they're fine as it is." No, you you bring him in maybe in this type of setting where. Uh, listen, we finished seventh. We're we're in the conference league. We don't even know what it means. Maybe you can maybe you can help us 
become more consistent, become more determined in achieving some goals because that's really what it was. Roma over these past few years have learned to miss out on their objectives. Like they basically, once something doesn't work, you hear them. Pedro went from talking about the potentially contending to the Scudetto to being fine with playing in the Europa League. That's, you can't have that, okay? You just can't have that. And, and with a guy like Mourinho, I'm pretty sure you're not going to have that. I, I absolutely, unequivocally agree with everything you just said. And the thing, the the thing I find also interesting too is like uh, he recognizes all of this. It, it, it's not as if he is talking uh, in platitudes and speaking as if things are much better than they actually are. If we get this player, we can go for the scudetto. It, it does seem he's very grounded and aware of the situation. I mean, he said it yesterday. He said the first thing we have to grapple with is the fact that this club finished seventh. And was, uh, you know, 30 points off the Scudetto winner. Again, it's hard for me to sort of hear these things coming from his mouth because this is a guy who, I mean, notoriously jumps from club to club. But not only that, he demands success uh, and hardly seems patient in waiting for that success. Two things before we go. What did you make of some of the guys that he excluded. So from his preseason call-up list, no Justin Kleiber, no Javier Pastore, no Davide Santon, no Pedro, no Pedro. Uh, who else? Fazio. Mm-hmm. Nzonzi. Nzonzi, Nzonzi. Yes, Santon. Santon. Um, great group of individuals. They're going to be messed up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what do you think about that? I think for me, really the only one is Clivert. Um I, I I thought he would at least give him a chance. And then B, when you hear Mourinho talk about this whole long-term thing, okay, um, when he initially arrived, I you know, three, four-year deal contract length is inconsequential in football, okay? I was really surprised, and I, I, I have to bring it up again, but just, just to hear him talking in this way of time, project, long-term, sustained, I mean, Andy, these are adjectives and words that don't uh, they, they 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 won't be interchangeable with the right. word yep. immediate, okay, yep. or short. Yep. You, you know, it it really does seem like he has flipped his mindset just for this opportunity at Roma. And again, I maybe that just goes to speak to what Diago Pinto or Friedkin said to him, but to hear this coming from Jose Mourinho, the guy who will do anything. He, you know, he would sacrifice limbs, family members for immediate mm -hmm. trophies. Mm -hmm. I mean, to hear him talking in this way, I still find it beyond Bizarre. fascinating, yeah. just beyond <laughs> yeah, yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, I, I do too. I, uh, when he said, you know, when he, you know, even the fact that he, he spoke of, Zagnolo, as in, we're gonna have to see, you know, where 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 we can play him, where you know, like, so he he basically said that he realizes that Zagnolo hasn't played in a long time. You'll have to you'll have to uh, try and figure out a way of reintroducing him into the team, and uh, he, he spoke of it as uh, it's not something. Oh, we're just gonna have him out there and and let him do his thing. He spoke of it as a process, you know, as as something that we we need to learn again to to uh, to to 
to play Zaniolo because this is not going to be the same player. He he realizes that he accepts it and and uh, he'll work with it. That's that's what's so bizarre and fascinating about it is that his acceptance of his acceptance of time as a factor. You know that this is not you know you don't come in to a club that has world class players. You don't come in to a club that has uh, players that can just flip the switch and go and win you a Champions League trophy. Um, th- these are players that you'll have to work on. Maybe that's the challenge that really is, you know, that now is a sort of uh, this, cha- th- this is a good challenge for this point in his career. Maybe that's what he needs. And I really hope so. And when I see, you know, when I see back going back to your first question about the call-ups, um, you know, with, with Cliver uh, definitely was a surprise because, mm, so you kind of expected him to see a, 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 at least Mourinho have an eye on, keep an eye on him, and and um, you know see see where that goes um, if there is any interest between the two to work together. But uh, maybe maybe Cliver just got discouraged and, and and wants to keep playing in Germany. I mean, at least that's that that seemed like the big sentiment that he expressed constantly in every interview given in Germany is. I, I want to play in Germany, and that's fine. I mean, that's to me. I'm not. I'm really not that that hung up on that. Uh, I, I think that this is a player that is okay and probably will be good. But I I don't see that you know that that thing about him that can make me say, oh no, we've got you know we've got a, a diamond in the rough here, and and we're gonna miss out on a lot of good things with him, with him gone. Um, Pedro, I, I think this is a bold move. And I think this is a, a bold move that is the right move to make. Um, right. Because Fienga, kind of, now, now you know why Fienga, they cut him out of every single footballing decision. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I've talked about it on here, but talk to anybody at or the former regime, uh, I guess is a word. Uh, Fienga was the one who did the entire, uh, did the entire Pedro signing. All of right. it. Um, whoa, what a disaster class for him, huh? I mean, this is, you know, in, in, I saw some people say, well, but he, you know, he's not in the same category as the likes of Fazio and Santon because, you know, he still scored what it was, seven goals and six assists or six goals and seven assists, whatever, throughout the whole season. But those are, again, that just shows you that sometimes numbers lie so much because this was a guy that was supposed to change, help change. Uh, the mentality of the club. You know, you bring in a, a qualified winner. You want to and, and and talent. You mean this is a talented guy from the Premier League, so you expect him to still be good in Serie A. And and just this guy failed on all fronts. And and he could, you know, if if he were to stay, I, I'm afraid he'd become a Fazio or Santon. He'd become one of those players that just hangs around in the background, pretends he cares about the club, but really doesn't. Instagram posts. Yeah. Just to, make, he, just to remind you that he's still just, here. Yeah. And he cares. Just to remind you he's training, he's happy, he's smiling, he's laughing, and blah, 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 and it's all good, but he's just, you know, he's just sucking the life out of the club, and, and I think that's a... That's a bold move and a good statement from Mourinho. Listen, there are these, there are guys that that I can work on, but then there are guys that you know just don't cut it, and <laughs> and that's good. That's good. You know, I'm I I feel like also as we are going to go along, we'll see more players like you know being kind of excluded or at least sidelined. I'm still 
I'm still trying to understand where Carlos Perez is going to go in his that, career. What's yeah, what's going to happen guy. with that? Um, if if Mourinho can get something out of him, wow, that's I mean that's incredible. But uh, yeah, this is these are good moves. I mean, this is you know it's 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 already one of the first statements that he's going to make. Um, and again, I hope that with this, with these exclusions, potentially Pedro being offloaded means that Roma could be going for Kostic. I mean, that was a lot of news, you know, uh, Sky Spoiled, uh, Gianluca Di Marzio, that was what, what was reported, is that Kostic is, is, something, is a player that interests Roma to play on the wing, but first they need to get rid of somebody like Pedro. Now, if you exclude somebody like Pedro, um, you're sending a pretty strong message that, hey, you got to pack up your bags, go to Miami, have some, you know, have some gin and juice, um, but we don't want you here. So uh, that's, I think that's there. This is where we're going. So I hope that Mourinho gets his first guy soon. I hope that finally these deals, I mean, Rui Patricio should be done. It's going if, to be Rui Patricio. I know everybody yep. gets anxious because Sky Sport that's put out the same story, just in same story, 12 yeah. different ways. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. Uh, I, I have a strong suspicion it will be this weekend. Um, Jesta Futa, the, the agency of, of Mendez, right. they're, they're telling everyone it's soon. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess my biggest thing with kind of what you just mentioned about, you know, sort of putting the message out there. The thing that, and you can attest to this, Andy, where uh, previously, you know, Roma, they would, get deals in place for these guys who uh, who 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 were as you say sort of sucking the lifeblood out of the club they managed to secure transfers for them but then these guys i mean we could find so many examples i mean what how many times did Juan Jesus do it i mean he alone it, same with same right. Fazio uh, where yep. where Roma uh, because clearly these guys they no longer figure into the plans and Roma they want to get rid of their wages so they say okay well we've secured a deal with this club or that club and every time, every single time, it seemed like they said no. Famously, Javier Pastore said no to a move to China uh, to do this. Juan Jesus said no to Genoa. Genoa, right. Fazio to Parma. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many, so many examples. Fazio was about to go under, undergo his medical with, right. with Parma. <laughs> yes. you know? Well, and that's, I guess, what I'm getting to. And maybe this more so speaks to Dan Friedkin, but... To finally have a, a group of owners who were saying to these guys, okay, well, you either take this or, or you are leaving here. So you make the decision, yeah. but we're going, you're not going to be here one way or the other, I guess. Right. And right. making the, not only giving the ultimatum, but following through on the ultimatum is what uh, Palotta never did, what Sabatini never did. So I guess to finally see these things that we've dreamt about, you know, um, Getting rid of a Wani Torbe uh, on 25 different loans and finally having it go through. Um, yeah. You know, it's just things like that. Finally uh, seeing the club, I guess, sort of uh, follow through on these things. I, I think yep. that is really, really important. That's I do. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It, it, it's something that we haven't seen enough. I mean, I still think that if Pinto really manages to get rid of. Uh... A lot of these Zuberi, so-called, these players that just take up space on the wage bill. Plus, you add the likes of Olsen, Florenzi. Um, 
then man, they, then the man needs a statue because because there are just some players like Santon, like Fazio. You look at them, you look at the recent performances, you look at the 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 number of games they played in the last two three years, and you just really have to question their futures as footballers. Like there is, you know, Even I their guess professionalism, they're... you know, their mindset. Yeah, I mean, obviously with Verm, I mean Vermalen playing starting minutes for Belgium in in 2021, that incredible. Uh, instills you know confidence in me to you know in in trying to see guys like Fazio and Santon be useful somewhere else. But man, these I these are guys that have been you know sitting on their asses for such a long time and just the worst kind of player you can possibly have. I'm glad that it it's been made clear to them. Because you know, once you exclude a player, then you it, it basically it's basically following through on a promise that hey, if you don't accept whatever else you know happens, you know whatever other destination comes comes along, then you'll just sit in the stands. We'll just you know we'll we'll find a way to to get rid of you, and and it, you know it won't be nice. Um, that because that's that's the only message you can send out to players that just don't have any interest in playing. That's it. Roma under Mourinho need to have. I'm not saying a group of champions, but I want to see a group of hardworking players that are really ready to contribute no matter what, no matter when or where. Whether it's a rainy night in 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 Bulgaria or or you know or a sunny You're doing day. the conference league thing again. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No mention of that. Oh but you God. you get the gist. You get the gist I of do. it. I'm. I, I want. I want a team that is invested. You can't have the, a team that is invested if they're filled with the, all these players. I can understand that maybe some players. You know. I guess uh, VR or or Borja Mayar will will be a bit disappointed that Pedro is excluded. I mean, obviously, you know, you, they like the guy. They had respect for him. But as a as a club. You have to get your message across. This is the first step to doing that. I agree. I think it's very important that they're finally following through on all of these uh, sort of threats that they've made to these guys who are eating up the wage bill previously. Uh, I'm very glad to see them, um, again, finally coming to resolutions for a lot of these guys. All right, that's where we will leave it. We will be back after the weekend, after the Euro final. We will see what happens, hopefully, uh, the Azuri can come out on top. And I do think that we will finally have the first player to discuss uh, as the first arrival of the Mourinho era. Mm-hmm. 33-year-old goalkeeper. Um, I don't know how excited. I, 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 I have a suspicion maybe at Fiumicino it won't be uh, a, a, a long line of supporters. But Fine. That's, that's, that's paid off in recent that, years. Right. That's, that's really paid off. <laughs> exactly. Listen, if, if Jose Mourinho wants him, that's enough for me. So hopefully others feel that way too. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Stay safe. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, ciao. Ciao.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. 